Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, facing charges. Former President Trump heading to New York ahead of tomorrow's court appearance. Coming up, a look at the timing, the possible charges, and what's next. Then, in bloom, the family, one of the University of Idaho murder victims, now speaking out. We say in our family, if we touch as many lives as he did in his 20 years, this world would be a better place. He was an amazing kid. How their community is honoring Ethan Chapin's legacy with a very touching tribute. Plus, Justine Bateman, live. The 80s sitcom icon turned writer, director, and author, now making headlines for opening up about Hollywood and aging gracefully. My face represents who I am. Uh, I like it. She's here talking to us about those comments and how they're striking a chord with women everywhere. And a little bit country. We go inside last night's CMT Awards for a look at the most memorable moments. Today, Monday, April 3rd, 2023. Happy Monday from Ashton, Kentucky. Wayne, North Dakota. Abbeville, South Carolina. Knoxville, North Carolina. And Corpus Christi, Texas. Here to celebrate the twins' 17th birthday. From Raleigh, North Carolina. Wishing my mom a happy 74th birthday. I love you. Hi to my kindergartners at our Cole Elementary. In Silver Spring, Maryland. Miss Boatman loves you. From Waterloo, Iowa. For my sweet 16. Cheering on San Diego State. Go, Go Aztecs. Traveled more than 2,700 miles. From Ketchikan, Alaska. To the Today Show. Love that. Gosh, we got all the 48 and the two non-contiguous states represented. Morning, everybody. Nice to have you along with us. Monday morning, first Monday in April. Glad to have you along with us. Let's get to your news. 8 o'clock, former President Donald Trump returns today to the city where he built a real estate empire, became a media star. But this time, the stakes are historic for him as he prepares to surrender and face criminal charges. NBC's Garrett Hake joins us from Lower Manhattan with the very latest. Garrett, good morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning. Yeah, security officials in New York City have been preparing for this moment since even before Mr. Trump first predicted two weeks ago that he would be arrested. Now, tomorrow is expected to be the historic day when the first ever twice impeached former president will stand before a judge and also become the first ever to face criminal charges. What's this all going to look like? Well, the former president is set to depart from Palm Beach, Florida, for New York City sometime this afternoon. He'll land here, go straight to Trump Tower, where there's already an increased security presence and where he'll spend the night tonight. Tomorrow night, he'll turn himself into the courthouse behind me, where most of what will happen will be away from the cameras. He'll have his fingerprints taken, his DNA swabbed. He may get a mugshot taken before appearing before a judge. Now, we've been reporting on this indictment. We know that perhaps some 30 charges are included in it, but we'll only find out officially 
what they are when the judge unseals them in that hearing. Mr. Trump is then expected to plead not guilty. Then he's leaving New York City, headed back to Florida, where he'll continue to try to turn this legal challenge into political opportunity. He's expected to give a major speech at Mar-a-Lago tomorrow night. And his campaign says they have already raised more than $5 million since news of this indictment was first reported. So Savannah, again, trying to turn the political challenge he'll face and will face going into this election into something that unites his supporters. We'll see all of it play out beginning tomorrow morning. All right, Garrett Hake at the courthouse. Thank you, Garrett. In a surprise move, Saudi Arabia and other oil-producing countries announced yesterday that they will cut their output by more than a billion, a million barrels a day. That's starting next month. The move is likely to boost gas prices just ahead of the summer driving season. Higher prices would also benefit Russia, which uses its own oil revenue to help pay for the war in Ukraine. The Saudi oil ministry said the cuts are designed to stabilize the oil market and insisted they are not politically motivated. Now this morning, a story of hope from the parents of one of the University of Idaho students who was murdered last fall. They have found a unique way to plant lasting memories of their son. NBC's Gotti Schwartz joins us now to tell us how it all came about. Gotti, good morning. Hey, good morning, Craig. Yeah, while the suspect in those murders is still in jail, the community of one of the victims, Ethan Chapin, is doing its best to honor his legacy. We spoke with Ethan's family about how they're remembering him and finding the strength to move forward. It's Ethan smiling on us, right? In Ethan Chapin's community, a new hope is blooming this spring that his memory won't be forgotten. Ethan. He's a... He's a one of a kind. Stacy and Jim Chapin are volunteering at the tulip farm where their son once worked before he was murdered, along with his girlfriend, Zana Kernodal, and two other University of Idaho students, Kaylee Gonzalez and Maddie Mogan, last November. Ethan loved people and he loved, he was an inclusive kid and he loved a great adventure. I mean, Ethan was the kid that the rest of the kids would call and find out when he was on the work schedule because everybody wanted to work with Ethan. When this happened, the kids decided that they needed a way to honor him. Ethan's fellow farmers dedicating a yellow and white tulip mix to him named Ethan Smile after one of his most memorable features. I was one of the lucky kids that got to work on the tulip farm with him. He had the, the best smile. You couldn't see it and not just instantly smile back. The proceeds from the bulbs going towards a foundation that Ethan's parents started in his name. It aims to provide scholarships for students who attended Ethan's grade school to go to the University of Idaho. The tulip became something tangible and something that people grasped onto. We realized that by creating a foundation, we can give scholarships back to kiddos to be able to follow their dreams. And that's the best thing we could do in his honor. The victim's family is waiting for their next day in court amid potentially troubling new revelations in the case against Brian Kohlberger, who's accused of murdering Chapin and the three other University of Idaho students. In a court filing last week, prosecutors disclosed that one of the officers on the case has been the subject of an internal affairs investigation. But with the next hearing still months away, a family sowing seeds to ensure that their son's legacy will flourish. I miss him. I miss him a lot. <laughs> that kid has touched more lives. We say in our family, if we touch as many lives as he did in his 20 years, this world would be a better place. He was an amazing kid. Such an incredible family. The Chapins aren't able to speak about the case because of a gag order imposed by the judge, but prosecutors are still working to build that case against Brian Kohlberger. He's said through a former lawyer that he thinks he's going to be exonerated. His next hearing is set for the last week in June. Guys. 
What a special way to honor Ethan, though. Uh, Gotti, thank you. Big announcement from NASA this morning. The space agency set to name the astronauts who will be part of its first return mission to the moon since Apollo 50 years ago. The Artemis II mission will orbit the moon. An actual lunar landing would follow several years later. NBC's Tom Costello is all over this one. He's at Johnson Space Center in Houston for us. Hi, Tom. Good morning. This is a huge deal. This is what NASA has been focused on. It's all about going to the moon on Artemis, as we discussed, but also in the Orion crew capsule right here behind me. So today we're going to learn the names of the four astronauts who are going to be selected for this first trip. They include three Americans and one Canadian. So the Americans are going to be chosen from a pool of 41 eligible Americans, and then the Canadian from four Canadian astronauts who are eligible. If all goes as planned, the trip would start in November, late November of 2024, possibly, possibly traveling 250,000 miles from Earth, orbiting the moon. And if that happens, that would be the furthest humans have ever traveled from Earth. So it's a very big deal indeed, testing out all of the systems that are part of the Artemis a crew capsule and rocket system. Now, remember that back in November, we were talking about Artemis 1. That was the uncrewed, no humans on board that mission, lifting off from the Kennedy Space Center to test out how well Artemis performed. And eventually it splashed down off the coast of San Diego. It went beautifully. No issues that they're aware of, at least not at this point. So now Artemis 2, again, four humans on board, lifting off in late November 2024, uh, if all goes as planned, Artemis 3 will land on the moon by the end of the decade. And NASA has already said that will include uh, two, three, four astronauts, including a woman and a person of color, landing on the moon for the first time ever. And oh, by the way, it was 1972 when humans, humans were last on the moon 50 plus years ago. So finally, humans are now headed back to the moon, starting with this orbit then landing late in the decade. And this is all about getting ready to go to Mars, hopefully in the 2030s. So with this lunar base station with Artemis, they'd have a base on the moon, they'd have an orbiting space station, and then on to Mars eventually. And it all starts now, and you can imagine these astronauts, they know who they are. Can you imagine how excited they are? Mm. The official announcement today, who's going back? to orbit the moon and then eventually land on the moon. Guys, Okay, so you. the astronauts know that yeah. they've been picked. They're not like on click and refresh on NASA.com <laughs> or something, right? They that's know. right. Okay, but we all get yeah, to find out right. today. That's right. Okay, Tom, thank right. you very much. Exactly. A couple hours from now, too. Yeah, okay. cool. yeah cool. No so, one gets more excited about space than Tom. I know, I love it. Very no one. It. Uh, coming up, we're going to show you not one but two star-studded April Fool's pranks that you probably missed over the weekend. But first, guys, actress, author, and director Justine Bateman, she's here. We're going to talk about her headline making comments on women and aging and why she thinks we'd all be a lot happier if we would just forget about our faces. Coming up right after this. When Tillamook ice cream beckons you to the freezer aisle, which irresistibly creamy flavor do you choose? While you're thinking, try not to fuck up the glass. Tillamook ice cream. Extraordinary dairy. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed we are back with a today exclusive and a powerful new conversation about women and aging and it's ignited by justine bateman she of course shot to fame in the 1980s playing mallory keaton in the beloved sitcom family ties has gone into a successful career as a writer director and author but it is a recent interview that has the 57 year old in the spotlight firing back in an online discussion about her looks take a peek well when you say is there beauty in aging aren't you really saying do you think it's possible for other people to find aging beautiful? And like, I just don't give a Like, I think I look rad. I think my face represents who I am. Uh, I like it. And so that's basically the end of the road. There you go. Okay, you hit a nerve, girl. You hit a nerve. You have a lot of women saying amen. I mean, to me, it it seems like confidence. Like when you said I look rad, you're like, I love me. I love every part of me. I love the way I'm aging and changing. Is is it really about confidence? Well, I think it's really about fear. Mm -hmm. Because I think that everybody has a completion to this sentence. I'm afraid if people think I look old, then therefore... And for different people, it's different things. Some are afraid they'll lose their job or never get a job or not get a mate or no one's going to listen to them or whatever. And that fear, my position is that that fear existed before your face started changing. Mm. So it's an opportunity to take care of that fear so it's not leading you around by the nose and making you make other, de- making you make other decisions that are not mm-hmm. you, taking mm-hmm. you off track. You've been an activist on this for a while. You wrote a whole book I'm about it. I'm not an activist. Yes, you are, whether you want no, it or I'm not. I'm not an activist. <laughs> what are you? I'm just somebody who fa- got, got myself on the other side of that. what that fear was for me in particular. Right. And I just am sharing what worked uh-huh. for me. There's uh-huh. lots of ways to get there, mm-hmm. but for anyone who wants to get yeah. free, that's yeah. what I w- well, that's what I wanted to ask you about because it's, it was a journey for you too. Yeah. You were start. You said um, it started with a Google search. Can yeah. you tell everybody about that? Well, when I was writing my first book, Fame, uh, mm-hmm. the hijacking of reality, um, uh, yeah, I had to find some incident that had happened with me, and so I did this search and. Um, and then, uh, and in that book, there's a chapter called Acid, if people want to see what, what came mm-hmm. up for me, what that process was. But anyway, once I got to the other side of it, I thought, well, what is it in society as a whole? What are those fears? How did people even get these ideas that a woman's face is broken and has to be fixed? Mm-hmm. And so the book Face is about 47 short stories about um, kind of some of the roots of uh, those beliefs. It resonated with me because, I, I mean, I, I remember reading a comment once on, on social media, and it's like, 
what happened to you? And I wrote back, I aged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what happened to yeah, me. Yeah, life happened. I aged. How do you not like... Well, what does that even mean? Yeah. It just what happened mean, to I you? know. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a more successful and experienced, uh, you know, host of a national it's television like, show. That's what happened to me. Like, what is it? Time you marched on. Yeah. What have you been doing? Like, what is that even supposed to mean? I it think it's nothing to it me. Be, it's ridiculous. I do agree. It's but silly. even as... And also, it's that person is telling you what they think of themselves. Yeah. Mm. Yes. When they look in the mirror, that's what they say to themselves. So they're telling you about themselves. They're not telling you about you. Uh huh. I think that's, I think that's interesting. So, um, how, even though we know these things and we think they're silly and ridiculous and they are talking about themselves, et cetera, sometimes it is still hard to protect your heart from things like that, even if it comes from a meanie or from somebody else. How do you do that? That's what I'm saying. You got to get to the fear. Yeah. So, for example, not to put you on the spot, but yeah. when they said, you know, what happened to you? Mm-hmm. It's like when I had that when I had that same situation. Right. Yeah. They sort of horrible things. In fact, there's a anyway, I won't get into it. But um, <laughs> what is it? What I did. A, I did. A, uh, the fears that come up. So. You, yeah. So whatever fears come up, like if somebody says, oh, you wow, you've really aged yeah. for the person who's being told that if they go like, OK, I'm afraid, then therefore X is going to happen. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my mate. Yeah. I'm going to lose now, my whatever. Now, what if they journaled or spoke to yeah. their therapist or their best friend or whatever about that particular fear? Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't have anything to do. The opportunities in your life are still going to come yeah. to you regardless of your gender, your height, your skin color, the state of the age of your yeah. skin. None, your life doesn't care about any of that. Yeah. You're going to keep... The only person who's going to X you out of those opportunities is you. Right. Because you're going to say... Oh, I can't. I'm too old. Or no, I don't look right. Yeah. Yeah. None of that is, that's not how life works. Well, you know what? I keep looking at kids who are young in their 20s and they're all trying to change what is already youthful and beautiful anyway. How do you speak to that group of people who are somehow trying to change? I think they're trying to avoid, I don't even think they're trying to avoid looking older. I think they're trying to avoid feeling like how these older people are are representing their feelings. They see all these older people going, uh, oh, I've got to change this. I've got to change that. I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid. And I think the younger women are going, I don't want to feel like that. Yeah. I don't want to feel terrified that my face is getting older. Yeah. And when I was growing up, I'm, I'm looking at people like, like Anna Mignani and Isabelle Hubert and mm-hmm. all this. And, and I was like, I can't wait. You know, I was younger mm-hmm. than them, right? I mean, still, yeah. like, Isabelle Hubert <laughs> is like, is, I think it's awesome. <laughs> But I was like, I can't wait to look like that. You felt like that. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to look like how I, I, I couldn't wait to be somewhat similar to, the, to what I was getting from them. You know, they were just rad, right? Cool. So, yeah. So now I'm like, anyway, it's an inside job. And for, I would say to any young woman, like, you're being lied to. Mm-hmm. Who's making money off of this? Mm-hmm. You're being lied to mm-hmm. and you're being tricked off your path. Mm-hmm. Your path is you got some awesome things coming your way mm-hmm. and just stay on your path mm-hmm. and just write out whatever fears come up in you about, you know, oh, I'm afraid if people think I look old, then therefore what's that fill in the blank? Write about that. Deal with that. This isn't this isn't the that. thing. And just lastly, you said on 60, you, you were on 60 Minutes Australia and you got a DM from some. Yes, I quick. got a DM. And so some from this woman, uh, uh, Australian woman, I, I assume who said, I never realized what an impact this conversation was having on younger women. 
She said, until my daughter came in from the other room and said, hey, did you guys see this? Uh, her 16-year-old daughter, did I say that? Mm -hmm. Hey, did you guys see the 60 Minutes thing with Justine Bateman? She said, it was great. Now I'm not afraid of getting old. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. It's just it's one, if it's one, one, it's just yes. one person, like, is not a... It's it's yeah. silly. I've never been smarter. I've <laughs> never had more connections. You know, it's like when you're younger, you know yeah. the doorman of the nightclub. Yeah. Yeah. When you're older, you know the person who owns the building that yes. the nightclub is in. Yes. You know what I mean? We like, think everything great. great happens yeah. after you're 50. We do. Oh, great. Justine, thank you. Thank you really so much cool. for starting the conversation. Yeah, Activist. Yeah, okay. and you're going to keep it going in the third hour. Okay, cool. I wish it was in the fourth hour, too. That's okay. Thank you. Straight ahead, they are painting the town pink, starting with Studio 1A. Can't wait to chat with the stars of the new Grease prequel, The Pink Ladies. Wow. Oh my gosh, the hand job? Yes. Oh, this is so you. Oh, I <laughs> love it. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Happy birthday. You look beautiful. We are outside, 8.30. It's a Monday, a nice crisp Monday. We got a bumping, bumping crowd out today. So happy to see everybody. And this morning, y'all, Greece is the word is the around world. here. Yay! Oh my gosh, I love it. You guys, we got the whole plaza decked out yep. in pink. We yep. got our pink turning around. Yep. We got the pink ladies jackets yeah. on. We got the T-Bird. We got some T-Birds in the on, house. Come on, T-Bird. We are yeah. celebrating this upcoming prequel, Rise of the Pink mm -hmm. Ladies. We'll do it with the stars of the show. So happy to have them with us in just a few. We'll join them at the diner. Oh, T-Birds. Yeah. T-Birds. Uh -huh. T-Birds. Also, I had a remarkable story highlighting <laughs> the power of our Start Today Walking Club with a woman who reached her breaking point, decided to join, and has been stepping into her success ever since then. She's here to share that story and, of course, encourage the rest of us to get up and just start walking. Mm. And that. then uh, after that, just a few minutes in the third hour, we're going to spruce up your home, help you celebrate spring with some easy and really affordable crafts as well. For example, have an extra umbrella. Why not turn that umbrella into a wreath? We're going to show you <laughs> I never even imagined that. Go. Al, I see one. Thing. We're going to have Al in a second. I see one of the cute, cutest little babies oh, over there. That's those definitely those a Roker baby those right those there. Right over there. What's, yeah. Who's yeah. that? Oh. Oh. What's, what's, her, what's her name? This is Henry. Oh, Henry. Oh, oh sweet Henry. Henry, that's a good, good, strong name. All right. Let's show you what we've got as far as your weather is concerned for today. Uh, for the week ahead, record highs down south, heavy snow back through the plains and the Rockies, sunshine in the mid-Atlantic states. As we get into the mid part of the country, strong storms in the Great Lakes, all the way into the Mississippi River Valley, snow in the Pacific Northwest, record highs through the southeast. Toward the end of the week, we are looking at more wet weather, more storms through the Gulf, much cooler in the Northeast, and April chill out through the plains. And Hoda, these guys, they want a hokey, hokey, hokey from you. Hokey, 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 hi. Go, go, girl. Hokey, 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 hi. Hi, hi ho Now, I've been missing something, Carson. What is it? I'm, I haven't had my pop start yet. Hey. Hey-oh. need the need for speed. Coming up on pop start, including all the moments of performances that stole the show at last night's CMT Awards. we got full coverage for you. But first, this is today on NBC. What time is it, Al? Best time of the morning. Oh, Pop start. 
Well, oh, the pink song. ladies are here. I argue that's going to yeah. be the best time of the morning. Coming up, we're going to start on Pop Start with country music's biggest stars as they came out last night for the 2023 CMT Awards. The show began with a rather moving message from host Kelsey Ballerini dedicating the ceremony to those affected by gun violence and opening up about her own personal experience. I wanted to personally stand up here and share this moment because on August 21st, 2008, I watched Ryan McDonald, my 15-year-old classmate at Central High School, lose his life to a gun in our cafeteria. Wow, powerful. Following that statement, Ballerini called for change to help protect kids in schools. And then from there, the star-studded show took off officially to celebrate the best music videos in country music. Special appearances included Winona Judd and Ashley McBride, our buddies Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton, plus a powerhouse performance of Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know. But the top prize for video of the year went to country music power couple Caitlin and Kane Brown for their track, Thank God, which they sang together <laughs> earlier in the night. Oh, and big congrats wow. to the Brown family for Lovely. that. Big congrats to Jelly Roll, too. You know Jelly Roll? Yeah. Yes. He was like a rapper turned country yeah, artist. He was nominated for three. You know how many he won last night? Three. Three, three wow. for three. Wow. Yeah, he won Best Male Video of the Year. Incredible. So shout out to Jelly Roll for that. That's Jelly awesome. Roll. Next up, SNL. What happens when the biggest prankster day of the year happens to fall on Saturday? Well, everybody's favorite, everybody's fair game in Studio 8H. Colin Joe's found that out the hard way when he was hearing some crickets during Weekend Update because his co-anchor, Michael Che, teamed up with the audience to play this epic prank. I told them not to laugh at your favorite food. sweat. (laughs) Really funny moment there. Uh, Next up, it's Yellowstone. All right, all right, all right. We've teased this for months, but it looks like it's official. Matthew McConaughey Uh, is joining the Dutton universe in an interview with Hollywood Reporter last week. A Paramount exec confirming the Oscar-winning actor has signed on for another extension of Taylor Sheridan's hit franchise. So, so far, the Dutton family's story has been spread across three star-studded shows. You've got 1923 with Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. You've got 1883 with Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, of course, the OG Yellowstone led by John Dutton himself, Kevin Costner. We cannot wait to see what Sheridan's got in store for Matthew McConaughey. More to come on that. Mm. And finally, the National Women's History Museum. Over the weekend, the D.C. Museum held the 12th annual Women Making History Awards program. The special event organized by New York Chair Cherry Kaufman honored actress, actresses Sharon Stone, Uma Thurman, model Ashley Graham, congressional uh Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton, civil rights activist Willie Pearl Mackey King, sharing some inspirational words with the audience. Sharon Stone took the stage to open up on how she's empowered by her imperfections. Me, with all of my mistakes, all of my failures, was enough, was enough to be here at the National Women's History Museum. And then I realized, like everything in nature, my flaws are what makes me beautiful. 
Right, tying a little bow on the mm-hmm. Justine Bateman mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. 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 Congratulations cool. to all the ladies. Guys. All right. Thank pop start today. Guys, have you ever wondered what happened at Rydell High before yeah. all that summer loving? Before the hand jive? All of it. We're about to find out in Greece. Rise of the Pink Ladies. The prequel is here. The stars are here with us. But first, this is today on NBC. <laughs> what kind of fun is waiting for you at King's Island? The, holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The, make a splash all summer kind of fun. The, I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at King's Island, you'll find, for the fun of it, kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. King's Island is now open weekends. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Well, here we are again. Yeah, but this time we're seniors. And we're going to rule the school. (laughs) I so wanted to be a pink lady. We, of course, first met them in the 1972 musical Grease. But how did that girl gang come to be? Well, the world is about to find out in the new prequel series, Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. And joining us now are the pinks, Marissa Davila, Cheyenne Isabel Wells, Ari Notar Tommaso, and Trisha Fukuhara. We have a lot to check out. How did I do on those names? Perfect. Okay. All right. Okay, pink ladies, good morning. I mean, this is just the beginning. There's, this is a musical number. I mean, we're going to have lots of new songs and singing. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. 30 original songs. It's incredible. So, I mean, if people are wondering, you know, is it an homage to Greece? Are there, does it, what is its relationship with the movies that we all love? You would say what? It's a love letter yeah. to the original films. I mean, our creator says it best. Those films are the mothership of our series, yeah. and, and we take inspiration from them, but we're really doing our own thing here. So, so uh, Ari, what is the story that, that the people pink ladies are telling now. What are we going to learn about them? Yeah, so so our Greece is set four years before the original movie, um, and we we our origin story is that these pink ladies all don't fit in uh, with Rydell or with the, the greater uh, California at the time, um, and we all find each other for the things that set us apart, and we all find a way to love each other and accept each other um, while it's hard to be a young person in, in, in high school at the time. Yes. <laughs> Trisha, tell me about all of you, I mean, you, this is like you're, you're theater kids. You were theater kids. You have a lot of experience, but this is like, this is it. This is your first big break. What did you feel like when you found out I got the pink ladies? Oh, it was wild. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, I thought it was another test. We had, because I yeah. thought it was another audition. Oh, yeah, they tricked you. Tell us they that tricked, story. Okay, so I think, for me at least, they told us that it was another audition, and I was actually at my job at Universal Studios, <laughs> and I was doing the Harry Potter thing, and I had nowhere to go. I'm like, where do I take this audition? You were dressed as Hermione Granger. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I'm looking around, there's explosions in the back from Waterworld. I'm like, I have to take this call. I have another audition. And then I thought 
it was a joke, actually. Like, I, like there's no way that this is really happening for us. I feel like we all, I don't know, never even dreamed that this could happen and that we could be pink ladies of anything, you know, that pink ladies could look like us. And it's just, it's surreal and it's so magical and we're so honored. It's so fun. I mean, Cheyenne, they, they, so the producers told all of you guys, oh, it's one more audition. And then they said, surprise, you have the part. Yeah. <laughs> we're not auditioning you. We're your producers. Yeah. So what was it like to bond? Because the pink ladies, you know, they have that connection, but you all were strangers. How did you guys get together and really kind of yeah. get to know each other? The first time we actually met was during a fire alarm <laughs> at our hotel. <laughs> That's a bonding yeah. experience. <laughs> yeah. 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 Out of the we all were in PJs. We yeah. came downstairs. We're like, oh, but we actually had our first like day zero of filming and that was we did this number where we all have to like stand on a bed and it rises and all this stuff happens and um we got to hold hands and i think that was our really like bonding moment where we were like oh my god it's happening talk <laughs> about throwing you right into it day yes. zero before before any line of dialogue is shot you guys are out there singing these songs. What was yeah. that like? It was the song first. Yeah, it's called Different This Year, Reprise. Oh. And um, I think that we were just going through what our characters were going through. And yeah. It really just reaches through the screen. And um, it was pretty surreal. And with the song being called Different This Year, I think we all realized it might be a little different this, this year for us <laughs> moving forward. So it was a very uh, perfect um, situation. Ari, what does it feel like to be in this moment where you, you're you part of a huge show, something that people are so excited about? It's such a beloved franchise. Mm -hmm. And here you all are on the cusp of your big break. It's amazing. I mean, I, I, I can speak for all of us, I think, when I say that we grew up watching this film, knowing the music, loving these characters, loving the story in this world. And then to be able to come and, and in our big moment for ourselves as actors and people to be a part of the story and tell new ones and, and build on, on what um, the amazing actors, Olivia and all of them did um, back then, to be able to, to recreate that and bring something new and fresh and, um, and bring new music and new dance moves and new characters to this franchise is just like, it's just a dream. Well, sign me up. I've always wanted to be a pink lady, so I hope I know I'm a little old now, but I'd like to join the crew. We're so proud of you and happy for you. Thank you so much. They're back with more in the fourth hour. Look forward to that. You can stream Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies starting this Thursday on Paramount Plus. Al, over to you. I don't know. I see a cameo. I, I okay, do. yeah. Uh, the old pink lady. Yeah. <laughs> well, next up, we've got an inspiring member of our Start Today walking community who made some inspiring changes herself, turning her life around. But first, this is today on NBC. We're back with a big success story directly from our Start Today Facebook group. Walking literally saved the life of one of our members who hasn't looked back since joining our challenge. We're going to talk to Pamela Wampler in just a moment. But first, NBC's Kristen Dahlgren has her story. Kristen? Hey, good morning. 140,000 of you have now joined us to lead healthier lives. For Pamela, it was exactly what she needed to transform her life by putting down the wine and picking up walking. Pamela Wampler started to drink socially at around 40. Just to kind of hang out with my friends. It was just a time to kind of get together and have a good time. A busy mom to two boys, the wine seemed to help her unwind. I realized I just need a glass of wine to settle myself down so I felt like I could be relaxed enough to help them do their homework. 
Soon one glass turned into two. At what point did you realize it was a problem? I don't know, honestly, when it started a year ago, it was up to about two bottles a night. It was when I'm happy, I need a glass. When I'm sad, I need a glass. It was the first thing I thought of that I needed to reach to. But as she downed those glasses, Pamela noticed her weight creeping up. And how much weight did you gain? Probably over the last three, four years, I had gained 70 pounds. She couldn't do the things she enjoyed, like surfing with her family. I couldn't fit in my wetsuit anymore. And it was very embarrassing. But it was more than embarrassment. Pamela's doctor was concerned. My doctor had told me that I was at the beginning stages of liver failure. She was told she wouldn't be considered for a liver transplant because she was an alcoholic. I was thinking, I'm just a mom who drinks wine. How in the world could I be an alcoholic? The doctor gave me a choice. It's wine or your life. Even then, Pamela didn't want to give it up until one day she almost went too far. I went out drinking with friends and I was ready to get in my car and drive. And I can't believe I was willing to do it. And it scared me. On a mission to improve their health, we've got fitness trainer Stephanie Mansoor. It was then she saw a segment on the Today Show that would change her life. They were talking about Start Today, and I thought, this is what I need. She joined the Facebook group. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to share little bits. And even about my sobriety and the words of encouragement that I got just kind of helped me. Instead of reaching for that glass of wine, Pamela and her husband began to walk. At first, not far. So it started with that walk around the block. How much are you walking now? We walk about three to three and a half miles a day. She also hasn't had a glass of wine. How much weight have you lost? As of today, 53 pounds. Now she walks in 5Ks and added in an exercise bike. Now Pamela is the inspiration for others wanting to start today to live a healthier life. I mean, I was on the verge of liver failure and now it's like I can't wait to get out there every single day and walk. It's, I thrive on it. This is such a special community with thousands of people posting their victories, their encouragement on the Start Today Facebook page. And Pamela says that was really a key to her success, guys. Oh, thanks, mm -hmm. Kristen. And we, we also want to mention you can join the Start Today community by scanning our QR code. We're going to have a little bit more on that in just a moment. But right now we are so happy because we have Pamela with us. What an inspiring story. Mm. Wow. I think everyone has their moment that you can put your finger on when everything's going to change. Will you remind us about that moment where you turned on the show and you saw this thing and you decided, like, it's kind of now or never? I mean, it's crazy. It's just I, I realized that this is the time I need to do this. This is the time that I need to change my life. And I need to live a healthier time. You had to hit rock bottom, it sounds like. Because I think a lot of people go down a slope, but yep. you don't hit bottom. But you had to hit bottom with that uh, when you were almost about to go drinking and driving. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And then you decided, I mean, which I think is really brave, you shared this on our Facebook page. What made you decide to do that? I think just reading other people's posts and they were sharing their struggles and their triumphs. And I felt safe. I didn't know these people. And I think just not knowing these people mm -hmm. kind of made it safe for me to want to share 
Well, you know, it's so weird because on social media, there are so few places where if you post something, you don't get bombarded with meanies yeah. just because of the way life is. But this is this is a safe place. Mm-hmm. Now, to go from where you were on day one to where you are today, you said you've dropped 53 pounds. You feel better. How has that process been for you? It's been fantastic. It's mm-hmm. like I feel more powerful. I feel better about myself. I feel like I can get up in the morning and conquer um, just life. I mm-hmm. feel better. You have, a, yeah. you have that look. <laughs> and, and and I know uh, Stephanie Mansour is part of our walk today. Yeah. Le- she's our leader. So we thought she really would like to meet you. Yeah. So, Steph, come on out. <laughs> no way. Yes. Oh, my God. Hi. Congratulations, Pamela. I'm oh my so gosh. proud of you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Steph, why do you think Pamela's story is so inspirational? You know, we can all relate to Pamela's story, guys, because we all have an unhealthy habit or two that we're looking to kick to the curb. And Pamela's just happened to be, you know, going for that glass of wine after work. Some of us go home and we're looking forward to raiding the cupboards and getting our junk food or ordering delivery. Mm -hmm. But instead of just, you know, kicking that habit to the curb, Pamela picked up a healthier habit. And it's what I like to call a transition walk. You transitioned from your chaotic, stressful day into a healthier, happier, more relaxing Mm -hmm. evening that you're proud of, and it helps you reach your goals. So I think we can all relate to that, not only kicking the cabinet, but also Mm -hmm. replacing it with a healthier one. And Pamela, we got a little surprise. You're going to be back in our third hour with Stephanie to work out with your husband. Yes! (laughs) All right. By the way, what an inspiration. You really just showed that it can be done. Congratulations. That's great. We're so happy for you. Scan that QR code or head to today.com slash start today to join our community. Mm-hmm. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.